Talking Landscape Photography with Kristen Fletcher and Carwin. It is another exciting episode of Lightminded. We've just got to hear from this lady. Check out our website, lightminded.com.au. And I'll tell you what, if you do and scroll down, you're going to find yourself some uh, Lightroom presets. Uh, we had 16 and they've multiplied, so um, they've gone up to 30. Thank, thanks to Marcus Bell, who sent us some presets through during the week. And just to give you an idea, there's some actually some corkers there because we... We started this whole preset thing as a bit of a muck around thing, but uh, Marcus has actually sent through some real crackers. There's, um, you know, good vintage, uh, paddock, underneath the stars, silver, silver style, all sorts of uh, really cool color grades there. Um, you can download those absolutely for free. So get over to lightminded.com.au, scroll down and uh, download the presets. Also, make sure you check out our Instagram as well. It's Lightminded Podcast. Just do a search for Lightminded Podcast. And just want to mention too, rediscover the Margaret River region. It prides itself on constant reinvention and renewal. Rediscover the region today. Now, uh, we're talking to a lady today who spent 14 days in quarantine after coming back from overseas. And instead of moping around her uh, hotel room and taking shots for her car keys, she set, her, she set herself a challenge to take a remarkable picture every day. Liz Barker, welcome to Light Minded. Thanks for um, having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, hi Liz. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And have you been tested recently for COVID nineteen? Are you are you still safe? Or are you? I, I'm still safe. I'm okay. Still safe. Did they actually have to test you? Uh, after you've left quarantine, or they're pretty sure that you're you're good to go after fourteen no, days. You have two tests. I had one on day two. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no symptoms on arrival, and then they test again on day twelve. Um, by which time, if you still don't have any symptoms or you test negative, they're pretty confident that uh, yeah, yeah, you don't have, okay. yeah, yeah, right. And and of course, you, you you've heard Peter Eastway's story about him being stuck on the mm. COVID on a boat ship. off uh, Uruguay for. I, I did hear something about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he he knows all about quarantine. He mm. he did it a little bit harder. And mm. the fact that he was sixteen days, I think, quarantine in in the the bottom cabin of a ship with a porthole window, and that was it. That's, <laughs> that's, oh. that's all he could do. And then he got stuck in a hotel in in Melbourne for oh, another fourteen so. days. So he's done. He did about a month of quarantine. Oh, and then fourteen days Double in down. Sydney as well. Yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, it wasn't wasn't quite enough for for most of us in the photographic industry. <laughs> uh, we'd like to see that double again, but oh, anyway, God. that's another story. But uh, yeah, welcome. Thanks for sharing with us your story. Um, welcome, because um, you know you 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 consider yourself a passionate amateur, mm. um, but I, I see that you entered the Golden Shopping Trolley Awards and and won a a, a category. I did. So so you're obviously not a passionate amateur. You are a full-blown, rigid mm. professional because that's you know, that's one of the primo photography competitions. So, oh, absolutely it is. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> it's not on this year, I don't think. Mm. Uh, no, it's every two years, isn't it? Oh, no, it's supposed to be every year. Oh, um, is it? Yeah, but um, something happened with COVID and it just uh, sort of all went out the door. And mm. I must speak to Ben at Team Digital about that again because mm. – um, yeah, it's always it was always a fun fun night. So, uh, so yeah, definitely. tell us tell us a bit about yourself, Liz, because you know, we want to know where you started and mm. how you got into this business. Well, I I don't know. I sort of um, always had a camera with me. I've always had an interest. I guess that's uh, the case with most uh, people that are a bit passionate about photography. Um, probably the first one I remember is having a little uh, like 110 Instamatic type, Instamatic type camera when mm. I was about 15. Um, 
and just just taking pictures, you know, taking them to the film shop and getting them a rabbit photo printed out, and you know, it's always fun. Um, yeah. And then um, I don't know, it's just I just fiddled around with it. I just always had this interest, and then I think it was about ten years ago I picked up my first uh, DSLR. It was mm. an old uh, Canon 450D with a mm. couple of kit lenses, and uh, decided I'd learn how to use a camera properly and I ended up doing a short TAFE course mm. and uh, got onto manual mode and then sort of started discovering things that you could do with your camera and it sort of grew that portfolio so um, and, and just my skill set but um, really it was just a case of just you know meeting up with people um, I've met up a great group of friends I, I'm, mm. I've met through the um, Canon Collective you've probably heard of it and um, so which which camera club was that? Canon Collective. Oh, the Canon. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, I met a great group of friends through that, and mm. we just go out all the time and um, just shoot together and learn from each other. And it's and and that's pretty much how it's all evolved. Can you yeah. can you give us the the um because we obviously a lot of people read about your work um on the uh, ABC website. Yeah. Um, you were in quarantine for fourteen days, and you took a um a shot every fourteen days. In your room, look. Can you just give us the backstory to that? How did you end up in quarantine? You're obviously overseas. Did you yeah. just couldn't get back into Australia, or you know, just what what happened? Um, I was actually over in. I'm um, very lucky, actually, um, over in the Netherlands in the Hague uh, for work. I got sent on a, an international expat assignment. Um, I was over there for 14 months with a small team of people. Um, there's about 11 of us, I think. Hmm. And I actually um, had a call in February asking me to come back and fill a new role back here in Perth. So hmm. that was planned before all of this kind of oh, happened. February, yep. Um, and then when this did happen, well, while I was there, I kind of negotiated that, um, to come back at the end of May because I had this amazing uh, photography workshop booked to in Iceland in May. Yeah. Uh, so which kind of didn't happen in the end. <laughs> <Big bummer. laughs> um, yeah, big bummer. Um <laughs> But, um, yeah, I was coming back at the end of May. That was mm. the plan. And then uh, things kind of changed and um, COVID happened mm. and uh, a few other things happened. And uh, we all start, headed back and I ended up coming back at the end of June. Mm. Um, fortunately, that was just before the airline caps came on. So um, we were able to get back. There was there was the, only the one airline, so it was a bit difficult. Uh, it took some time to organise it. Um, mm. But uh, managed to get back well before the caps kicked in. So we... the pre-planned booked flights um, came through for us. So we were quite lucky. Um, but of course, then um, quarantine coming back, had to go into the quarantine for 14 days, which was, um, mm. I was a bit worried about that at first, you know, the idea of being stuck in a room, um, no out, no window opening, no mm. fresh air, you know, I sort of got myself quite quite worked up about it and uh, mm. a bit, bit yeah. anxious. Um, yeah. And it was then that uh, I sort of thought, well, it's going to happen when you change, switch the mindset. It's 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 going to happen, and there's nothing you can do. You know, it's like can't can't change it. So what can I do about it? So mm. I, you know, before I came over, I sort of decided, right, it's a great opportunity. I've been tripping around Europe for 14 months, mm. thousands upon thousands of photos. I thought, all right, so I can do some cataloging, some editing, mm. make, make some photo books, and and so uh, that was my idea um, at the time. So you know, mm. just switching to um, how I can make it a positive experience. We had fingers crossed that we'd be at the Western hmm. uh, because uh, I've been reading, you know, Facebook groups and looking at quarantine groups and it was getting good reports. So hmm. I thought, oh, that'd be okay hmm. if I can do that. So, and that's where I ended up. Yeah, which is a brilliant hotel. Hmm. I mean, it's amazing. Right. 
you're going to and be I'll stuck you, anyway. I know. And the amazing thing is, you know, I walked into my room and it was it was like they knew I was coming because there was this massive Christian Fletcher <laughs> across the top of the bed and there was another one on the wall. Uh, yeah. So it was like they knew I was coming and a, a Francis Andrich book about Perth next to the bed and it was yeah. Things. That's right. This is it. Done. I just walked into this photography room. Yeah, yeah. We've been pretty lucky with the Western and and got got the gig to fill out that place with photos. So yeah. But, but um, I personally haven't stayed there yet myself, which is really bad. I I, I must go up there and spend a night. But um, yeah. And and so you you got into this hotel. You you all got the mindset now. Great. I'm going to do this photography. And you've come up with a an amazing photo every every day and I, mm. and I do love what you've done and I love the style and um, I was looking when I first started looking I didn't realize that you who your influences were and um, I really liked the, you know what you'd done I go oh where how did you find all that from the hotel room so was that all those shots they just all derived just from your hotel room or did you, yes. um, no. Yeah, no. you could, couldn't get out of the room at all couldn't get out of the room and um, part of the challenge to myself was to um, only put in a photo what I took on that day. So I couldn't mm. take one from the previous day and, and do something with it and uh. blend it with one from another day. So whatever I did, because some of them are composites, obviously. I yep. had to yep. amuse myself, um, well, most of them, in fact. And um, But it had to be all done on the same day. So, so that was that was part of my um, challenge. Um, yep. Of course, through the window as well. They weren't the cleanest windows in the world. So. <laughs> uh, well, uh, if, you, if you're listening to uh, Western Hotel, please clean your windows. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about calling down to housekeeping and getting them to come and do a window. Too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think they would have listened. Um, no. Yeah, so so each one, it was just like, it, it happened on the like the first morning because we arrived at night and came into the hotel room. And I got up the next morning, opened the big blinds and having my first cup of coffee. Mm. Um, and I bought my own coffee pod machine with me which is the best thing I ever did which is mm. was a lifesaver um yeah. so having that first coffee in the morning I looked out the window and I, I think it was the first a day one photo I posted it's got the building with the big red square on it and mm. Um, mm. I just looked at that and thought that is just so graphic I just love it and then I just looked mm. at a few other things and I thought oh there's a few things here maybe maybe I could do something with it and uh sort of thought about that for the rest of the day and I thought yep the imagination sort of started running a bit wild and and that's when I decided to do it and then I posted the first one and then uh, sort of family goes oh what are you doing today and uh, the next yeah. day so it kind of like just kept going and it came it, it became all absorbing actually it's really yeah well really I'm looking at that um that day one shot right now mm, me too and um I love it and it's and you said one of your influences is obviously Mark Brearley and and George, George Byrne and I, I love those guys as well. And mm. and I look at that and I just go, yeah, all you need um, in that is a palm tree and, and you've got a George Byrne right there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> a, and a polar bear. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I love that. And and obviously, um, was that straight opposite? You're obviously straight opposite your window, but you did you have to correct some of the um, lines to straighten them up a bit? Because mm. I, yeah. Yeah. It's it's actually, um, it's, it's, um, rotated 90 as well um oh. like i square up all the lines to square it up and it's quite quite cropped yeah yep and you've put um uh was that the sky or have you put that sky in or have you um oh geez you're testing me now i <laughs> probably did it's too smooth that well that would have to be just i've put a um a white background and just replaced it with blue 
Can yeah, I just, can um, I just, sorry, can I just interrupt for one second? If you're listening to this now and you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, uh, get over to Liz's Instagram, uh, do a search for Liz B. Double two nine, Liz B double two nine. His stuff is amazing. Sorry, guys, back to it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I, and I love that, and and I think that's what George Byrne does a lot of. He, he'll he'll create these scenes from little elements and put them together, and um, you know, and it's all about that the way you compose the shot and how how you blend the colors and the design, and it's just yeah, stunning stuff. So, uh, it is. I love his work. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love what you've done. So, thank you. you know, yeah, it's just brilliant. Yeah, some of them were more excess, successful than others. You know, there was like the day three one. I really don't like it, and I later on my um, Facebook, I think I replaced it with one from day five that I like better. So I did cheat. Yeah, okay, because I'm looking for. I just went from day day two to day four. What happened to day three on your Facebook page? It's gone. Uh, it's at the <laughs> bottom. It's at the oh, bottom that- because I replaced it later. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'll be, I better go find that one and just yeah. tell you if you've done the right thing or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you've traveled all over the world. So what, what's uh, what's allowed you to, to do this traveling? What's Has it been work mm. or? Yeah, it, it has been work. It's it's all been work. It's quite, quite ironically, um, I absolutely love to travel. My husband is not so keen. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> um, so work's enabled me to sort of travel and do this thing Um you know, whenever I can. I've been very fortunate, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> um, um, with, you know, travelling to West Africa. Maybe you need to go back to quarantine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, excuse me. <laughs> it's not, not funny. Um, Sorry. Yeah, so, so I've had some amazing opportunities. Um, some places uh, have been <clears throat> sort of kind of interesting um, over the years, So, but it, but it has all been through work. Um, yeah. At least over to sort of West Africa, North Africa, and mm. Europe. So I see you were in uh, Gaddafi's backyard. Mm. You um, <laughs> did you do any tenting over there, or you stayed up in the hotels? Uh, no, I um, we was I actually did that for almost a year on on rotation. We stayed in um, a sort of a guest house in in Tripoli. Yeah. Uh, so, but we did get out, um, do a day trip or two out to the um, what they call now, sort of out to the sort of the the tablelands out the back. They've got mm. the old Berber um, ruins, and um, they've got beautiful pottery out there. And they've got troglodytes, which are those caves that um, mm. they, they build it underground, and they live yeah. underground. They were very cool. Yeah, yeah. So you got to take your camera and get a few shots along the way. I did, but back in that day, it was a point and shoot. Ah, uh, oh, really? So how long ago was that? Was it was Gaddafi that, still around then, or was he? That would have been two thousand, and I think I came back two thousand four. Mm. So it would have been. So he would have been still in power at that stage, or I yes, he was. Yes, he yep. was. So yes. it was not long after um, we we came out of there that um, it all went down. Yeah. Okay. Far out because I wow. mean, yeah, I was. It would probably not be a cool, sort of a cool place. Great like... place to be at the moment. I don't know. No. I mean, I'm, no. I'm not sure what's going on over there, but um, hmm. at least when he was in power, I guess there was some sense of normality, perhaps. You know, Matt. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it was pretty. It wasn't too bad, you know. You, you felt reasonably safe so long as you played by the rules. Oh, look! I was just gonna. I was just gonna say. Look, you're extensively travelled. Um, you know, you've been to some amazing places. Um, you've won a, a golden shopping trolley award, which is which is just amazing. Um, <laughs> but you know, look, reading about your stuff, and this is how I first got onto you, Liz. Um, is I read about your stuff on the ABC site, and before that, I have to admit, I'd, I'd never actually heard of you. 
Um, so then I did a bit of research and looked at your Instagram and that sort of stuff, and I'm, I'm like, this is amazing. Your stuff is is actually amazing. Um, and then to compound that, we we reached out to you and said, look, would you like to come on the podcast? Because this, you know, taking your photo every 14 days thing is just amazing. And just sort of said, look, can you just give us some background into who you actually are? And then you mentioned along the way that you um, took out a category in the Mono Awards, uh, which was, of course, an award that um, Jackie Rankin uh, was one of the judges for. And I believe the image was called La Tour Eiffel, which was the winner of the Places category. And this is an amazing shot. Talk us through that. How did this image come about? Um, yes, it was, a, it was a wonderful surprise. I was actually stoked to win that. Um, the, the actual picture was uh, just a weekend trip to, to Paris with mm. a friend, um, and it was, was taken just not so long ago. Um, and really it was just directly underneath the Eiffel Tower. I tried to get as central as I possibly could, but there was a vendor cart or I think it was a vendor cart was in the way and I couldn't quite get right underneath square but um just taking a shot I just tried to um can't remember my lens I think it was a 16 to 35 mm. um and I just tried to get it as square as possible um on you know three sides of the of the frame and of course it was in portrait mode so uh, I had to crop it to square yeah. mm. but I was just trying to get the whole thing as close to the edges so I could do as little manipulation as possible just to get it really square mm. um, and then it was just the case of there was so much detail in that photo um, and of course I was shooting it with a mind of black and white because of that detail just to bring it out yeah and um, it was just actually I had the camera in mono which really helped me to see it oh okay um, yep. but it was, it's it was just it was just there it's just square the detail was just amazing that it was just incredibly intricate and, and I just saw it and i just wanted that square prop. yeah well see and you know unless you were told that it was the eiffel tower mm. you'd probably go oh that's an interesting but initially when i first looked at it, i thought oh okay you've photographed something and then you've just cloned it and then yeah. reproduced it in four corners mm. um but then when you say hey yes it's the eiffel tower you can see it straight away you go oh yes it is the eiffel tower so like, i really like that that when you photograph things that you don't know what they are but then once you realize what it is then you can yeah. see it, and it's yeah, mm. it's interesting. So I don't think I've ever seen a shot of that view of the Eiffel Tower. Normally, you see, you know, the classic Eiffel Tower, Eiffel Tower view, same as you would see the classic Sugarloaf Rock view. Mm. Um, <laughs> so it's always good. To, and look, the other one I like of yours um, that was obviously in the same awards as the um, was it in the minimal uh, minimalist photography awards? That was the runaround one. Oh, the runaround, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, a composite or no no that's a single shot wow where is that that's in Berlin yeah yeah it's, it... it's just it's this big huge window that they just put all the blinds down on the window there's three or four floors of this yep. office building yeah they put the blinds down on the weekend and and that's what it looks like and people just run past and just wait for the moment to capture the yeah. person, you know in the in the right right spot yep um, but but I, I had actually seen that picture before and um, I went over there actually on a workshop and um, we were just hung out around there and we you know went to some amazing places in Berlin and yeah. uh, that one was just in my mind. I just wanted that picture. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I've, I've printed it and uh, actually it's in my sea freight somewhere, somewhere in Fremantle at the moment. But um, it's, um, <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've printed that and hung it on my wall. It, it looks great. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I love that. So, so who are your influences? You, you obviously um, George Byrne and Mark Burley in that sort of urban style. Are there other photographers that you you um, have gained inspiration from? Over probably the years? not so much in the urban. Those two, because it's sort of something that I've discovered fairly recently. Um, yeah. But um, I've, I've always kind of liked the. The sort of the the darker kind of portraiture, something that I've never got into, but I but I really like um, sort of like uh, I think there was one uh, Bill Henson, yep. I, I, but of course it's not what I shoot, but I really love it. But it just makes me appreciate light and yeah. and shadow and things you can do with it. And just I've learned so much about photography just by looking at things like that. And mm. the the other ones, um, I, I was talking to this guy at work. Uh, his photographer that was doing our headshots at work one day yeah. and um he mentioned to me um we were just having a chat and he sort of asked me what do you want to do with your photography is it for instagram or would you like to do something more with it you know and i thought well i'd really like to do something more with it and he told me to go away and look at some artists and he gave me a whole bunch of, of names i can't remember them off the top of my head but he also said artworks go and look at some artworks as well oh, so yeah um I did, and while I was in The Hague, I mean, it was just a perfect opportunity to go and look at some Rembrandt and some Dutch master photography um, of paintings. And um, and, and those, although that doesn't show in my work, it, it's just what they do with with the light and shadow, and, it, and it's, it's all related in my mind. And so, um, but really, as far as inspirations, you know, I just I just love looking at everything and, and, and just appreciating stuff that just appeals to me hey, um, Liz what um, where did all this come from like where did you who was did you have a mentor or did you teach yourself how to use the camera like where did all this come from well mainly um, like I said I did, I did a TAFE course to learn the basics but mm. then just exploring it through and, and I have to go back to the to the Canon Collective um, mm. study it's these you know, we, we ran workshops, we got together, we played around with gear, uh, we played around with lighting, um, mm. and we just, we just, like, the people just got together and, and just really learned from each other. So, and, mm. and then I guess we, you know, we've been together for quite a few years now, and we've all started sort of doing our, finding our own little niche and, and following our own pathways, mm. and um, then going, uh, when I went over to Europe, um, you know, I took it, took this knowledge with me and, um, you know, just still exploring what I, what I really wanted to do with photography, what my style was. Um, mm. You said earlier, Carmen, that you couldn't really pick what my style was. I, I no. really don't know. Um, so I'm sort of working, just trying everything. But there was some, there was, there was a, um, a guy on um, Instagram whose work was, uh, I was put onto, Jay Vulture. Uh, of Vulture Labs. He does amazing long exposure black and white um, photography. Um, so when I went over there, I, I hooked up with him. He was when I went to um, Berlin with him. I didn't hook up with him. I joined him for a photography workshop. And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah, 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 it's, uh, just clarify rate, that. It's a PG rated podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I learned so much from him as well, just about taking the, you know, the, the scene, taking the shot, how to set up your cameras and, you know, how to how to edit and you know just just fine tuning all of that into into some of the work you see there and and then I took that to places with me like I love some of the architecture shots I took in Frankfurt just clean lines of buildings uh, really really minimal um, 
a, a nice contrast and it's you know it's just uh, just getting on to people like that 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 i've learned from mm -hmm. yeah one thing i like about what you've done especially with the, your 14 day project in the western mm. is that you, you're showing that you don't need to be anywhere exotic or to go anywhere other than you know your backyard mm. to to make you know, creative interesting images Mm. Um, so where where do you think your creativity comes from? Mm. Um, I have no idea, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an accountant by uh, by background, so oh, you know, go. I'm compensating for that. Um, and Peter Eastman is an yeah. accountant as well. So. Well, there you go. And she's a, P <laughs> and she's a PC user. He struggles. he struggles. He struggles. He couldn't do anything as good as, as what you've done here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's way better. Not, that's Different better. world. Okay. I <laughs> can't. Can't even come close I, to what he does. You are you are way better. Don't worry. We'll, mm. we'll let him know. <laughs> he's, he's actually he listens to all our podcasts, so you know. So he'll be he, hearing that. Well, actually, um, he he does mention that he you get you know he says, "Oh, how come I always get a, the the rough end of the stick every time you guys <laughs> do a podcast with somebody else?" Anyway, go on. Tell us about your creativity. <laughs> um. Well, I I don't know. I guess this this particular one here came by you know it's it's come from um just trying to be positive in, in my mindset, you know, mm. and I'm finding that more and more, you know, particularly during these times that um, people tend to dwell on the negative side and they see the downside before they see the upside. And and this, mm. this project here was just trying to stay positive and then looking out the window and I guess you know, the message to myself was just there's something amazing out there, you know, you just you just got to find it and, and mm. it's just out my hotel window. But every day, you know, it's... Um, you know, you, people tend to, it's the old story, you know, it takes seven good messages to make up for one bad one. Mm, um, yeah. So just looking looking out that window and just looking for that for that special something every day because um, it was, you know, otherwise it would have been pretty tough being in there. Yeah. Um, and there's amazing things out there. You just look at that. You wouldn't see any of these things if you didn't actually go looking for it. That, that's, yeah. That was the thing because I was looking at your stuff going, I, I don't recognise any of that. And it's no, my turf. no. I, I yeah I don't recognize it probably because I've stayed in the western but but yeah um you know day 6 you've got raindrops on on the window mm. and yeah. that they're not just raindrops they're that's you know that's beautiful piece of art yeah it's fine it's beautiful you know? it is beautiful isn't it i do love yeah. that yeah it's um just the did you remove some of the drops or are they um, no, that, that was that how was it was it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. just yeah and um so that that to me is such a strong image because it's so simple mm. um, and you look at it and, and you go, oh, I bet it's, and you've got that obviously red part of a red building in the background, which is really diffused. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stunning. I so, do love that. That one will be printed. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be printing that one as soon as my printer arrives. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Um, and, and, and that's the thing. Uh, maybe we've talked to a lot of people mm. over the last six months about what's happened to them during COVID and, um, you know, obviously not everyone's got a story like yours, but um, that everyone has just, you know, used that time to be more creative. And I think there's probably going to be some, and there has been some great work that's come from it. So isn't it funny that we get caught up so much in our everyday lives and our work and getting up and doing the emails and then getting the kids ready for school and doing all that. But if you get an opportunity to have some time, just to focus purely on yourself mm. and without any other influences, how much more creative you can be. I think it's um... absolutely, mm. absolutely. And it was that 
uh, I call it my me time. I mean, there's not often you get the opportunity to just have 14 days by yourself. Unfortunately, in one room, but you know you can you can do something. But you've yeah you've taken it to the next level though, because people talk about their me time. But I mean, your stuff is outstanding, and I guess you know why aren't you a pro? Would you consider doing this as a career? Or <laughs> I, I work in the oil and gas industry. Mm. Yeah. There's more money in it. She's got a proper job. She has a real job. I've got to pay for my gear somehow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And what are you shooting with now? Um, I've got a Canon 5D Mark IV. Four. Just as well. I thought you were going to say 5D Mark II, which is Carwin's. And that that 5D Mark II has become a a cult. cult (laughs) It's just such a special. I might have to seek one out. Yeah, it's um, you know, there's no other look like it. No, you know, that, no. that kind of soft, grainy, yeah. out of Vegas, <laughs> it, a bit like my seven. It's a bit like my seven D Mark One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, it's yeah, better yeah. than that. Yeah, yeah. It's much better but um, that. you know, Carwin's shooting with the Panasonic these days, the S one R. So he's he stepped it up a bit. But um, yeah, but yeah, okay. So um, and uh, is that the is that fifty megapixels that camera? Is that ah uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Yep. Right up there. Yeah, yeah, which is I think that's the benchmark for a landscape photographer. Fifty, maybe not quite that big, but it's pretty. It's pretty impressive. Yes. Yeah. Look, uh, fifty. I mean, I've, I'm shooting with the the Leica SL2 now, and that's mm. forty-seven megapixels, and I can make any size print I want with that without yeah. any real problems. It's just using the right software. Um, you know, I'm using PhotoZoom Pro Eight at the moment, and also Gigapixel AI. Now from Topaz Labs and um, okay, and I I can make you know massive prints and not see any real issues with that. So yeah, and um, I'm looking at day seven now. You've got the uh, one of the buildings. It's like an old church or something. It's the um, it's the WA Museum. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, right. Wow. In Northbridge. See, this yeah. this is the thing. Like it's it's stuff that we all know, but we haven't seen it like this before. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it like that before either. I looked out and no. I, was, yeah, I had to get out Google Maps and work out what it was. Yeah, that's all right. And that's yeah. going to be opening soon, of course, so that'll be pretty yes. cool. You should send them yeah. that uh, image for their for their website. Oh, I mm. should do, yeah. And um, the other one I'm looking at is day eight, and you've got the moon in different stages. Was that obviously your camera was set up and you shot yeah. it and moved across? Yep, yeah, I just set the camera up, made myself a coffee, went and had a shower, came back, stacked. Yeah. And there it was. And oh, I think the surprising thing about that is just how quickly the moon sets. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's only 30 minutes and it's gone. Is that right? Wow, I didn't realise it goes that it was, fast. It was five minutes apart, yeah. Is that going past us or are we going rotating away from it? I don't know how that all works. Oh, I think we're all turning around, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're much. all in a spin. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, so uh, yeah, what's 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 next for you? Mm. Uh, are you going to be going out doing some shoots, local shoots, or are you stuck um, back at work now? I, I, I'm back at work. Yeah, um, yeah, full time. Uh, so I, yeah, what the only thing that really is planned, I'll give it a little bit of plug there here, mm. is we have a um, exhibition coming up in November mm-hmm. um, called Shots Exhibition, and it is I think there's about thirty exhibitors, and we're all just all come out of a local Snap Happy uh, Facebook group. We've had this exhibition a um, couple of years now. I went in last year. We do it every two years. Mm, and yeah. in the Moors building in Fremantle. Mm, yep. And so I'll be um, looking to exhibit. Uh, I think we can roll out up to four prints uh, in there, but I'm not mm. sure what I'll put in yet. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I don't have anything special organised. Um, of course, it's wildflower 
season. But I mean, yeah. that's like things. I went out um, last weekend. I went out for a day trip with some friends up around 2J and looked at the canola. It's just beautiful. Is it um, good at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And I believe the wildflowers this weekend are going, you know, they're sort of going to be beautiful up Colstein Way, but I've got something else on, so I can't mm. go. Um, but, you know, those are, those are the photos. Just go out and enjoy the outdoors, great outdoors. Um, yeah. It's nothing else in mind. I need to get into it. I haven't, haven't really had a shoot since I've been back in Perth. I'm keen mm. to go back to in the CBD now and have another look at the CBD with this architectural type type stuff yeah. I've I've been away, so I'm, I'm I'm keen to go on. And Elizabeth Key's new to me. The, the whole Ritz Carlton oh. new to me. Oh, really? so, oh, right. yeah. yeah, of course. New, new stuff. You have been new away. New material. From... Yes, I have. So yeah, yeah. yeah looking forward to that. Um, and do, do you do that on your own, or do you go out with someone when you go out? Because we've we've had conversations in the past with um, uh, girls that are into photography and and just their security and mm. stuff like that. And you know. As a as a male, you kind of take for granted. Yeah, I'm going to go out and take photos. You get up early, you go out, you know, you go do anything. Do you mm. do you feel you know that you need to be shooting with someone else, or are you pretty comfortable? Uh, I'm pretty comfortable. Um, I'm not huge for being out, um, you know, too early in the morning or too- <laughs> me either. <laughs> but um, that's why you won't see too many sunsets and sunrises unless mm. I happen to be down south. Um, when yeah. you know, that's what it's Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, or Ingy Beach, love it. Yeah. Um, and um, so, yeah, no, I, look, I don't. Um, usually I, it's pretty safe. Depends on where you go. Yeah. So, Liz, what else has been happening? Uh, well, this week I have finally got round to um, putting together a website and I um, oh, released wow. it last night. Um, so the refinement, I need to do some work on it, but um, I've been something that I was sort of, meaning to do for, for quite some time and never actually got around to it. But uh, sort of this in the last few weeks with some of the stuff that's been gone, winning the Mono Awards and so on, and this cool. ABC News story kind of like pushed it along a little bit. So that is uh, the website is lizbarkerphotography.com. I'm going to have a look at it right now. Yeah. And so uh, just uh, how did the ABC thing come about anyway? Did you submit something to them or did they just see something that you were doing and and uh no she actually um i asked that question i um and what i did is after it was all over i posted all the pictures onto the canon collective facebook site yeah and um she picked it up from there so she's rolling through there the the reporter and saw it um she sent me a message and um I saw. I, th- I actually thought that she was just going to put it on the local Perth ABC um, Facebook site. So when mm. I when I got a message from my brother in Queensland uh, on that Sunday morning uh, with the link to the story, um, yeah. I was like, "Wow!" I wasn't quite expecting that. Yeah. And, um, and I got such great feedback. And then, of course, I went to work on Monday morning the next day, and everybody had seen it. And uh, yeah, you were the, the hero of the of the. Yeah. Op- yeah, I was I was famous for five minutes. Yeah, that would have felt really good, great. I reckon. It Just felt kind of, really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, did you did you really pump it? Did you kind of Hell yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know who I am? Yeah. Yeah. So give me that coffee. Treat me yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Put me a fruit platter. That's what we do all the no time, grapes. Carmen and I. We're always, we're always demanding things wherever we go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you know who yeah, I am? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> this is awkward. I get it too. Yeah. Yeah. I just got told, yeah, okay, that's five minutes of fame. Now back to it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, do, you, do you see. Um, so obviously, because you're an accountant and you're a creative photographer, so you're obviously using both sides of your brain pretty well. Mm. Mm. Does that mean you're more highly evolved than most people? 
I would, I would suggest so, yes. <laughs> yeah. Pete, yeah, Pete's well, definitely going to pick up Pete on that one. The same. That's why he, he's got such a, a good sense of humour. They're su- superior beings, hey, yes. Yeah. Liz, you you share a lot in common with Peter Eastway, and you probably don't realise it. You're also a, um, a member of the PC Brigade, I hear. Yes. Oh, Wow. Oh. Mm. <laughs> okay. what's, what's that like? Does that work at all? Or? Uh, it's fine for me. <laughs> Do you... All my devices plug into all my other devices, and you know I can work across all sorts of stuff. Yeah, mm. no, well, that's you know, and you know to get that sort of um, quality of work out of a PC, I think is, is, is amazing. Obviously, showing showing true talent. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you some um, do you use Light Lightroom at all? Yes, I do. The Lightroom and it's my go-to. Yeah. We've got this um, thing on our website, which we mentioned earlier, where we ask photographers if they want to upload a um, one of their Lightroom presets so our mm-hmm. listeners can download it. Do you reckon we could um, put one of yours up there, Liz? Have you got any? That's the yeah. We... I, I don't have any, but I could. Oh, I'll make one. Make, make yeah. one. Just call it the, the Liz um, something or other. I do Liz, something. I, I could probably do. I could do something with mm. some light kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, anything, anything if you like, and and uh, Carwin's got a, he's got Carwin's got one there which has got the five D Mark II effect, mm. which right, makes, okay. makes any phase one file look like it was shot with a five D Mark. Actually, II. that's the most downloaded preset there. Flesh. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, I haven't downloaded that one yet, of course. Uh, me being a Leica boy, I you know I must make some Leica inspired presets, but mm, mm. yeah, yeah. Hey, but look, Liz, it's been awesome to talk to you. Um, Congratulations on all your successes. You've Thank been you. kicking some amazing goals. Your photos are brilliant. I yeah. love the idea of, of your lockdown and, and what you created over those 14 days. And uh, and I'd love to see what uh, comes out of your camera in the next year or two. So make sure yes. you uh, uh, let us know of anything cool that's coming up for you and, and uh, we can always talk about it and get you back on down mm. the track. So Awesome. Thanks so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciated it. Thank absolute you. pleasure. And uh, look, make sure you check out Liz's new website. It's an absolute cracker. It's uh, lizbarkerphotography.com. And uh, have a look at her Instagram too, uh, lizb229. Just do a search on Instagram for lizb229. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. Just just one more thing. There is two Instagram, Instagram accounts. There's lizb229bnw as well for the black and whites. Ah, right. Yes. Mm. Fantastic. Good idea. 